Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's subject is Sicily. Uh, we're going to give you 20 fantastic facts about Sicily. Then we're going to call our co-host, Peter DeFeo. He's a world traveler. He's going to give you his real-life experience in Sicily. So let's get started. Uh the landscape in Sicily is ideal for cyclists. It has the tallest active volcano in Europe. It's known for both their food and wine. They speak Sicilian. Sicily makes delicious wine. They're known for their wine. Was once its own independent state. I thought that was pretty interesting. They were once upon a time an independent state. Now they are an autonomous region of Italy. It's the largest island in the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, cannolis are from Sicily. So if you like to go down to the Italian markets in your uh, neck of the woods and you like cannoli, cannoli comes from Sicily. They have their own style of pizza. The population in Sicily is around 5 million people. It is surrounded by three seas, and the Sicilian Mafia is a real is a real thing. They have the largest opera house in Italy. The sonnet was invented in Sicily. Uh, more than eighty five percent of Sicily is made of hills and mountains, and that's why we said that uh, it's ideal for cyclists because uh, it has tons of mountains and hills. Peter DeFeo will be along in a few minutes, and he will give you his real-life experience in Sicily. Uh, there's just two miles of water between Sicily and Italy. If you are not familiar with Sicily and you're just a fan of the show and you like to listen, uh, you'll learn that Sicily is what the boot of Italy <laughs> is kicking. <laughs> That's the easiest way to explain it. We want to thank our listeners. Our show has gone up about 70% in listeners in the past five weeks. So we want to thank you for that. We also want to thank our listeners in India. Uh, I put us on the podcast platform in India, and our show has gone up dramatically in listeners, and a lot of them are from Italy or from India. All right, let's keep going. Sicily was independent for almost 750 years. Uh, ice cream. Here's, here's something neat that you'll like. Ice cream is actually a common breakfast in Sicily, which I thought was interesting. Uh, so if you're in Sicily, it is common to eat ice cream for breakfast. It's the fourth biggest wine producer in Italy. It is divided into nine provinces. Uh, Sicily is also known for coffee roasters. There are coffee roasters all over the island. Uh, uh, so it's uh, all over the province. Pistachio trees are all over Sicily. We're going to ask our world traveler, Peter DeFeo, uh, Peter DeFeo about that. Uh, I also want to ask him about the street markets. All my research has pointed to there being a ton of street markets in Sicily. I'm interested to hearing about those. Uh, 
Cliff diving is also a big deal in Sicily. So if you're in Sicily, uh, cliff diving is actually a sport. Uh, Sicily was inhabited. There's evidence of it being inhabited around 12,000 years ago, which I thought was interesting. Capital city of Sicily is Palermo. Uh, Covers 10,000 square miles. Forbes magazine said Palermo has the most tasty and varied street food. Now, we talk to you guys all the time. We always tell you that this show is done from my home podcast studio. Uh, so there are, you know, it's not it's not as scripted as our other show, Dining on a Dime. Uh, so a part of that is I'm actually going to walk over and turn off my portable heater because I can hear the I can hear the sound of the heater. So just give me one second. I can hear the vibration of the heater in our audio. So hold on. That is the kind of riveting stuff you get on this show. This is done from my home podcast studio. Uh, so like we told you before, not everything is perfect on the show. We had a listener email tell us that they love the show because the show is kind of uh, unpredictable. And that's one of the unpredictable moments. Um, let's keep going to, with our facts. Forbes magazine. Oh, Forbes magazine said Palermo has the most tastiest and very uh, varied street food. There are a lot of people, there are a lot of foodies that trust street food, but some foodies do not. Uh, so I'm going to talk to Peter DeFeo. We're going to deep dive into what exactly uh, the street food is. If you go to our archives, Learn About World Cuisine podcast, just Google it. We're on every podcast platform you can think of. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. And you'll see that Peter talked about uh, street food in other countries. And he gave you good input from his experience. Some places he said, well, I wouldn't trust the street food. Uh, 97% of uh, Sicily's population is born in Sicily. All right, let's take a moment. We're going to call our co-host, Peter DeFeo, who is a world traveler. Peter is going to give you his real-life experience in Sicily. Hold on, everyone. We're going to call Peter. Once again, this is done from my home studio. I appreciate the feedback we have gotten. People love the uh, unpredictability of the show, and we want to thank you. And we are calling Peter DeFeo, our world traveler. And sometimes he might not pick up, so it's it, that's what makes the show fun. All right, the phone is dialing. And once he gets on the phone, I'll put the microphone up to him. Hello. Hey, hey, Peter, you're live on the air. How, how are you, buddy? Kevin? Yeah, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? Uh, we're outstanding. Let's talk about Sicily, my friend. Oh, one of my favorite places. Sicily is a uh, 
wonderful wonder country. But let's, let's start as I started. I left Rome airport, took about an hour, and ended up in Palermo. Uh, flew in, looked around Palermo. Palermo looked like any other city. Uh, you know, it had, you know, architecture, Roman architecture, and it's some antique architecture. I said, no, let me head out to Messina, where my uh, grandmother was born, my mother's mother. The uh, Head down the highway, and um, the uh, highway is like a super highway, straight as an arrow. There was nobody on it, just me and... And, the, and a couple of birds flying around. You can see the ocean off to my left, and uh, you can see some salt pits. Uh, they have these pits where they get, gather the water and drain the water out and create these uh, salt salt flats. Uh, I'm, I got the pedal to the metal. I must have been doing 80, 90 miles an hour. All of a sudden, I see a red blinking light behind me, and I said, uh-oh. So I took my foot off the pedal. They passed me. They must have been doing 100 to 110, <laughs> and they, they were going somewhere. Well, this nice straight highway didn't last very long, and before you know it, uh, I was zigging and zagging, uh, and I said, why am I going around, and I'm going through like little tunnels, and in a tunnel, out of a tunnel, in a tunnel, out of a tunnel, I realized Mount Etna was to my right, and it's one of the most active volcanoes in, a, in Sicily, actually in North Europe. Um, and every time it erupted over, over centuries, uh, these eruptions would go out into the ocean. And now you're driving alongside of this mountain, and they had to carve holes through it. And so you're, you're in a tunnel, and then you're out of a tunnel, in a tunnel, and out of a tunnel. Eventually that stopped, and we're only... I don't know, 20, 30 miles outside of Messina. Going to Messina, by now we were hungry, uh, tired, and uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, get a feel of the neighborhood, but we, we had to take care of our, our needs. Uh, no place to park. It was packed. Beautiful town, beautiful little town, uh, European town, and it was packed. Uh, I found a space about eight foot wide between two cars where they hadn't pulled in. So the smart car is small enough that you, you could pull right in, you know, into the curb face first between the two cars. And that's the way I parked. I got off the road, went inside the restaurant. The people were very, very friendly. The food looked delicious. The food had rice. It had fish. It, it had all sorts of things. And I speak a little... A little Italian, mostly Sicilian, and I know a couple of words. Be careful you get yourself trapped. Next thing I know is the guy's asking me uh, what I thought. Do you like the spread? He had this tremendous, beautiful spread. And I said, eh, bella tutta cosa. Uh, he then started putting me at a table, and he starts bringing in all the food to my table. What he must have asked, what do you want? And I, I answered, instead of what I thought I was answering, which was, uh, I like it all, I, I answered, I want it all. 
So <laughs> I said, no, 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 stop. So he stopped. He didn't bell us. And he also had a room for us. There's a, everybody seems to have rooms. Easy to find a room. Bed and board everywhere. Uh, I think people take you in, and they'll sleep on the couch and have you sleep in their living room. Uh, have them you sleep in their bedroom. So uh, no problem getting bed and board. Well, next morning, we were off and uh, heading out of Messina, heading south on this gigantic island. Uh, Sicily is not a little tiny island. I mean, it must be, I think I, I, I read somewhere it was like 10,000 square feet yeah. or, or 10,000 square miles, yeah. 10,000 square miles of, of, uh, of land. It's actually shaped, if you look at it, a little humor, uh, it's actually shaped like a, a slice of pizza. And the crust being along the east coast side, uh, so and a piece of pizza that someone took a couple of bites out of it. Uh, so we're heading down the east coast, heading south, and the next, our next stop was Torremino. Uh, Torremino, oh, what an unbelievable place! Make a right-hand turn in Torremino. They have this. Blocks and blocks and blocks of vendors selling everything, clothing, food, you name it. A very enjoyable time. By the time we got done with Tornamino, it was starting to get dark, and uh, wanted to head, get a, get a room somewhere. We better get a room before it gets too dark. And look up the mountain at Tornamino, and the houses look like they're built one on top of the other. So, like, in the, the guy's backyard, someone else built a house. In his backyard, someone else built a house. It goes up, I don't know, 500 feet. Uh, I didn't measure it, but, I mean, it, it, it goes way, way up. I decide I want to be at the top. So I go in, in the road that goes up to the top area. And the top area is uh, you, you go zig and zag. You know how in steep hills, how, how they make them zig, zag, zig, zag, zig, zag, zig, zag all the way up this hill till we got to the top. At the top, there were Canadians. They had purchased the top hotel, and uh, they rented us room 23, which is my lucky number. Uh, I like 20, you know, Psalm 23 in the Bible. And uh, I said, we'll take it. The room was approximately 15 by 15 feet, and it had an air conditioning heating unit over top of the door when you enter. And on the other side, there was a window that overlooked all of Tortomino out into the ocean. It was beautiful. What a wonderful, wonderful place to be. I enjoyed it very, very well. Uh, the, they even had a little kitchen area, uh, not not in, in the apartment, but in the uh, more or less hotel type thing. Uh, and had a very nice evening there. Left Tortomino following Went, went back, parked again down at the bottom, and again went through all these vendors and finally said, no, let's, let's continue on towards Catania. The next town was Catania, uh, which is a, a city town. I, I believe it also has an air, airport like Palermo, uh, very much city-like, and I, I was more interested in historical aspects in uh, Sicily than uh, you know the uh, their cities. Uh, we spent a few mi- you know a few minutes in it driving through and what have you. 
uh, it had you know a couple of vendors, a couple of restaurants uh, here and there. We just continued right on down, heading south, heading south towards the uh, lower areas uh, where they have um, um, Greek and uh, Syracuse, uh, Roman buildings, um, all sorts of buildings from Arabs, uh, Arabian buildings. Uh, Sicily's been raped over by everybody uh, because of its beauty and because of its location and because of its size. It is a very, 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 very large country. Uh, it, uh, they, uh, what they did to protect themselves, they created the Costa Nostra, uh, Costa being house, and they wanted to take care of the house. We want to take care of our own people because these people would come in, uh, they would take whatever they wanted, and they leave. They come in, they take whatever they wanted, they leave, and uh, steal and lie and rob. And so they invented uh, what we call uh, the um, uh, the mob, I guess, the, the Costa Nostra. The, uh, um, and it, it, it was a way to protect their family. That's, that's what it was created for. Uh, well, anyhow, didn't get involved with any of them. Uh, didn't have to. Everybody was in it. <laughs> they all wanted to protect their family. Uh, continued down uh, south and ended up going into the areas where, uh, you know, forget the mafia, where uh, Sicilian uh, had uh, a Greek amphitheater. Uh, A-K-R-A-G-A-S, if I remember right, uh, was the location. Uh, it was no doubt a Greek theater, amphitheater. It was gorgeous, all stone built, carved, and uh, been in place, had to be for 3,000 years. Uh, the uh, other locations, uh, you could see in Syracuse, uh, there was the Romans had come in and did their building. And, and did their structures there. Some of the structures that uh, they said were Greek uh, were not Greek. Uh, I don't know if they got mixed up on it or not, but the Greeks, when a, a Greek architecture reached a classic point, uh, the buildings, you could look at the art museum, Philadelphia Art Museum, and other Greek buildings, the buildings actually bow out they, uh, the, the lines, instead of being straight, they bow out. And uh, the pillars lean in because they want to offset the uh, illusion that the pillars are falling out into the street. Uh, whenever you get a pillar, you know, three, four stories high, it starts looking like it's going to fall out in the street. And these pillars sometimes are four stories high. But when I, when I put a test on them, they were perfectly level and perfectly straight. Uh, they had been built by Romans. So there might be a little mix-up because of the confusion of uh, what's going on. Most of the people we ran across were actually born in Sicily. And uh, we continued down, stopping in little areas after 
uh, Tortamino and Catania, there was a uh, an area where you could go up into Mount Etna, a road that took you up into Mount Etna, and there were signs all over the place, danger, danger, don't go any further, danger. There were picture drawings, you know, showing explosion and uh, what have you. Uh, but that didn't stop us. We went through and looked at it, and it was only meant to to, to give us a warning. Uh, it was very interesting to see this uh, active volcano uh, still bubbling away and uh, still being alive. Uh, continued down past Catania, past Syracuse, back into all the ruins uh, that, that you could ever imagine. Um, you know, um, from from centuries and centuries, but Mount Etna was was something else. It, it just it takes over the whole uh, north uh, east part of Sicily. Um, as as we were driving along, I see roads, sometimes dirt roads, sometimes just stone roads, going up into uh, the mountains, into the hills, and I would take them up. And we'd end up at like a little farm, maybe uh, uh, 10, 15 houses, like a little town, uh, you know, and just to meet the people and to see what they were doing. It was uh, it was a great, a wonderful trip. Uh, the uh, salt ponds were all over. We saw them north. We saw them south. The... Uh, the Greek-type buildings were all over also, uh, everywhere. Everywhere you went, uh, you could find this this type of uh, thing. Uh, drank tea uh, tastes like uh, Middle East, different from the food, tastes uh, a little different than from Rome. Uh, the food was more rice and Middle East-driven. Uh, uh, than Italian food. Uh, and the uh, beautiful ride along the antiques and the antique homes and trees and bushes uh, peeking out, and, and you can see the the uh, the ocean, which is crystal clear. It's a blue, but crystal clear uh, at that point. Uh, a little different than you see in Rome or other ways when you look out in the Mediterranean. Um, uh, I don't know why. It's also a warm area. It's closer to the equator. It's off the coast of. of it's between Italy and uh, Africa. Uh, my mother, uh, her family were from Palermo and from Messina, and my mother was a green-eyed blonde. And you hear, oh, they're dark people. Uh, you know, I don't. You know, uh, I don't understand. Uh, where they came from. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, they're supposed, to be, they're supposed to be dark, dark people. Hey, Peter, I just want to interject real quick. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of research I did said that uh, it's known for their street food. Uh, it was named Forbes Magazine, number one place for street food. Let's talk about the street food. Oh, yeah, the street food. Uh, a lot of fish, a lot of rice. Uh, there's all sorts of soups made with rice. They're creative. They're always doing something different. 
with the food. Uh, they pride themselves on the food. In fact, they claim that um, the French copied a, a, a girl uh, from Italy, a Frenchman, a Frenchman married the Sicilian girl and brought pastry into France uh, back you know, thousands of years ago. Uh, the, uh, the food is, is very Middle East, metal, very uh, Arabian, African mix. Uh, it, it, it's uh, you know, not as much pasta as uh, you, know, you have in Italy, more of a rice-based Food. They also have some meat uh, that they could, if you want meat, I don't, I don't eat meat, but they have uh, meat that they uh, put on in, in with the rice and in with the different types of food. And we just did a show where you were talking about street vendors, and I can't remember the country, but everyone can look it up, learn about world cuisine. Uh, we did a show where uh, you were talking about street vendors where you didn't trust Eating on the street vendors. Uh, what about uh, Palermo? Would you eat at the street vendor? Oh, yes. Yes, Sicily. Uh, the people are very loving, very caring. Uh, they, um, you know, maybe they could tell I had uh, Sicilian uh, background. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering. The only thing, problem we had was they closed down the gas stations on Sunday. Keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah, they cl everything closes down on Sunday. You know, they're very Christian. See, that's what I want to tell our listeners. This is what you get on this show that you will not get on any other show. Because I did a ton of research, and not one place did it say everything closes on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Everything closes on Sunday. Uh, we were running low, and we pulled into a gas station or whatever. Like It's like a pump, that's all. And not, not the gas station like we have. A couple of pumps and a building, a little tiny shed. And a young man hops out. He looked uh, Middle Eastern, more than Italian. And he pops out, and uh, we pay him uh, so many leers. And he, uh, we, we hear him open the tank. We, we hear him put the nozzle in our into our car and pump away. And then he comes back. He says, uh, Grazie. And uh, we take off. We notice that the uh, gauge didn't go up. Mm. So we went back to see if we could find him. And that's when we learned that this was Sunday and they're closed on Sunday. <laughs> and and he was just uh, some, you know, kid that, uh, from another country who uh, uh, made made out he worked at the gas station and just took our money and made it sound like he pumped gas in our oh, car that's a nice scam right <laughs> what a scam <laughs> he looked like a real nice kid too <laughs> let's talk about naps i read uh i did research and i read that sicilians uh like their sleep it's very important to them is that right oh yes yes absolutely uh eating well and sleeping well very, very important to Sicilians. Uh, they have a good uh, life expectancy because of it, and they're caring of their adults and everybody. Uh, and and uh, um, in Indian, you would call it karma. You know, they, they believe in karma. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and 
in Sicilian, you know, it would be uh, God's uh, love and uh, just very friendly. The food is, is great. I mean, and it wasn't expensive. It wasn't the hotel, the hotels, uh, the bed and boards, let's call uh, the room. Uh, I, I didn't make any reservations. I just drove wow. and I enjoy, I enjoy, that's how I do uh, everywhere I go. I, I like to just drive and uh, I do have a good sense of direction. So, uh, you know, but, but you do have to be careful. Uh, I have a special skill for that because I've traveled so much, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the, but the vendors, I had no, uh, I did not feel, uh, you know, intimidated. Uh, I just enjoyed what they had for me, and uh, uh, I felt very comfortable. Sleep back to that. They they do they do like to take uh, well, you know, like the Spanish like to take their siesta, you know, and they, they believe in not pushing themselves too hard. I got you. And, Peter, one last thing I want to touch on. You are a very successful artist. Uh, a lot of research I did about Sicily talks about the art. Let's just take about a minute or two and talk about the art. Uh, well, of course, the, the art in Sicily, in my opinion, is the structures, the buildings, okay. uh, the architecture is fantastic. The architecture is reminiscent of the Appian Way in Italy and Rome, uh, with its structures and buildings and uh, uh, beauty of of their uh, you know of their uh, buildings. Uh, as far as art, you know, I, I did not go to an art museum. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, I usually do everywhere I go. <laughs> But I did not come across an art museum. Okay. I mean, the whole the whole Sicily is like an art museum. Right. It's like a natural history museum uh, with with all of these uh, buildings. Uh, and hard to tell the Greek ones uh, from the uh, uh, Roman ones, where Roman soldiers came in. Uh, you know, from the Arabs, uh, from the Africans, uh, from the different people they were overrun by. But most of the people that I met in Sicily, uh, were born in Sicily. Yeah, 97%. Oh, is that right? Is that what the yeah. figure is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they were all Sicilian. Uh, uh, evidently, people come and they go, but the <laughs> Sicilians hang in there, you know? <laughs> 97%. That's, that's fantastic. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's 97%. I figure, yeah. And, Peter, let's uh, tell everyone, how can we get a hold of you? Uh, where, what are your tags? What do you want people to know about Peter DeFeo? Uh, just so everyone knows, learn about World Cuisine. You can find all of our shows. Our listener total, I sent Peter the stats because I almost I almost passed out uh, hearing the st- uh, looking at the stats last night. We're up 400% in six weeks in listeners. Tell the listeners about yourself, Peter. Uh, well, I'm a graphic artist. Uh, you can see me under Peter DeFeo, fine artist. Uh, dot com or just Peter DeFeo Fine Artist uh, you can see some of my artwork uh, I have hundreds of pieces uh, that I've done uh, thousands actually uh, I, I, I worked as a graphic artist selling my artwork uh, early on when I was uh, you know in my late teens 
and early 20s and what have you. And I still, people still come to me and have me paint pictures for their offices and for their uh, houses and what have you. And they can email you, Peter DeFeo, uh, actor at gmail.com, and get one a uh, photo. Is that correct? Can you paint something for them? Uh, yeah, well, they could, yeah, they could email me there, or they could uh, 610-565-2000. You could call me or text me if you need any work done. Uh, my work uh, is very appreciated, and I appreciate the people. And, Peter, let me ask you a question. If our listeners, because uh, we want to take advantage of the show being up 400% uh, in listeners, if our listeners wanted something drawn of a family member or whatever, can they send you a picture and could you do that? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I want to encourage our listeners, uh, Peter DeFeo is a very successful artist. If you guys want to give a Christmas gift and do a family photo or whatever and have it drawn for you, uh, you can uh, contact Peter, 610-565-2000, and... And he will, uh, you know, for a nominal fee, he will draw your, uh, your the photo that you send him. Is that correct, Peter? Oh, yes. I, I do a lot of work for uh, film studios. I do storyboards, which actually uh, is a script in drawing. Nice. Uh, I, I do um, work for people's offices. I do portrait work. I do book covers okay. and illustrations for books. Uh, people call me all the time to do that, along with everything else that I'm doing. I love to keep busy. I work 16 hours a day, and that's seven days a week. And Peter, and you're you're appreciative of our 400% listener increase. Can we get a 10% discount if you tell you if they tell you that you heard about them on Learn About World Cuisine? Sure. They're friends of ours. They're friends of ours. That's Perfect. right. And I want to thank our listeners. I want to thank you, Peter. Great job again uh, for uh, for your input. And uh, where are we going next week? Do you know yet? Um, I haven't thought about it. Uh, you tell me. Uh, any listeners want us to want any country? Uh, if I've been there, I'll do it. I actually do have about uh, 12 or 13 emails about that. I'll get a hold of you about that. But thanks again, Peter. I want to thank you again. Have a great week. That was our world traveler, Peter DeFeo. And one of the things that our listeners love about this show is that uh, anybody can go to Wikipedia and look up the information that I give you. Uh, But Peter has been there. And a lot of the input he gives you on our shows are only known from a person that has been there. Another thing we took into consideration is we looked at the feedback from our, our great listeners. And a lot of you guys like short shows. You don't like the hour shows. You don't like the 90-minute shows. So we're at the 35-minute point. I'm going to take another five minutes, and then we're going to wrap up the show. So each show is going to try to be 45 minutes or under. And that is because we had our listeners let us know that you guys prefer a shorter show rather than a 60 to 90 minute show. I can put two hour shows on the platform. It's just that you guys have told us that you prefer a 45 minute or less show. We are at 36 minutes. So let's wrap up the show. I'm going to give you a couple more facts. 
Uh, Sicily is seen as an island of warm winters. Cell phone service is in 92% of the province. Bottled mineral water is the most popular export. 73% say that they are Roman Catholic. I believe Peter touched on that. The life expectancy in Sicily is 79 for, uh, for a man and 84 years old for a woman. The flag became official in 1282. Uh, and it is the place where the boot is kicking on Italy. Italy, it, this is, uh, Sicily is where you see the boot kicking <laughs> on the map. All right, everyone, we want to thank you for joining us. We want to thank our listeners in India. Uh, India actually is our most highest rated country. We want to thank you guys for supporting the show. 400% listener increase over the last five weeks i want to thank you for that uh any questions concerns comments just email us dining on a dime at yahoo.com dining on a dime at yahoo.com we actually have enough listeners now that if you live in another country anywhere in the world i want to encourage you to send us an email and uh ask us to do your country so if you're listening to this episode and you live in, you know, another part of the world and you want to hear about your home country, just send us an email, diningonadime at yahoo.com. Before we sign off, I want to let everyone know that if you go to Learn About World Cuisine on all podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, uh, you will see our past episodes. We have covered France. We have covered Italy. We have covered Haiti. And our most popular show still boggles my mind. We have done the French Polynesian Islands. And that is our most listened to show of all time. It has well over 100 listening devices. And I got to be I got to be honest. When we first started this show, I never thought we'd see over 100 listening devices. So we want to thank everyone for being loyal. Keep in mind, Peter DeFeo is a fine artist. If you want to give a Christmas gift to your uh, to your friend or family member, uh, just email him, PeterDeFeoActor at gmail.com. Uh, and if you say that you heard about him from the Learn, a- Learn About World Cuisine podcast, he'll give you a 10% discount. Till next week, everyone, have a great week.